the first thing in the morning, you should be focusing on you, nobody else. And they're like, what do you mean I have to? I'm like, get up earlier, focus on you because you need to recharge yourself and build yourself up first and get your vibe right, get your mind right, get everything all in a certain place that it needs to be. And then from there, when you go do, you're coming from that vibration. And if you have kids to take care of, you have a spouse, you're going to work or whatever that is, you're going to show up better at a greater version. And who wins in that? Not you, they do, the people do. Hey there, my name is Kim, and this is my podcast, Power Up Your Performance. I believe that we have the power to rewrite our stories, change the trajectory of our lives, pour love into the world, conquer monumental challenges, and that movement can be a catalyst for change. Let's grow together. Welcome to Power Up Your Performance. Hey, hey, welcome to the show. My name is Kim Peek, and I am so excited you're here with me today. Today's episode is one of several that I've been working on related to the law of attraction. And no matter what your current level of belief is in the law of attraction, I think these episodes have value. The episodes on this topic are full of useful advice that you can use to better recognize how your thoughts shape your reality and then use that awareness to create tangible results. And if all that woo stuff is not for you, you don't have to believe in all that to make the stuff work for you. But listen with an open mind, because I think that today's guest has a lot of valuable insight that can help us. So with the right understanding, skills, and mindset, we all can create the life we desire. We can have more money, fulfilling travel experiences, time freedom, and even use that newfound abundance, financial abundance, to donate to causes that are close to your heart. Let me tell you about today's guest. Like many others, Dr. Vic Manzo was taught to work hard, grind, hustle, put in the sweat equity, sacrificing time, money, health, and family just to keep on doing and chasing his dreams, knowing that eventually one day it would all be worth it. But there came a moment when he realized that this was not the only way to leading the life he desired. He knew there had to be a better way. Tired of not feeling satisfied with his success, he felt unfulfilled, and this led to the work he is doing today. Dr. Vic Manzo is an international business success coach, certified pediatric chiropractor, three times author, podcaster, and speaker, and today we're talking about how to create success without the hustle and grind. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Dr. Vic Manzo. Welcome to the show, Victor. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. So on your website, you say there are no rules except the ones you create. What does that mean to you? Yeah, you know, when we look at our life and, and you know, look at how the mind has been constructed right from a subconscious perspective our conditioning and the programs and what we've been exposed to the most the most in our life um there's these rules that we we give to and when you really look at your life though when it comes to creating your life when it comes to choosing who you want to become when it comes to um really being able to experience whatever that is when we look at this from a neuroscience and a quantum physics perspective there is no rules to your life and what you want to achieve, the limit to what you could achieve, the ceiling to what it can be. I mean, there's there's none of that. It's all in our mind. The only limitation we have is our mind. So when we look at our rules, our rules that we create really come down to whatever you believe in to be true will be true for you. 
and whatever you don't, don't. And that's unique for every single person. So there's no like, well, no, this is how it is. This is how life or like an absolute, right? Like there is no absolutes. You know, it's, it's, this is, here is, if this is what is, this is what you believe, then it's going to align and it's going to happen for you, regardless what expert says, regardless what, whatever you want to call it says, it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, what matters is you giving your power to them. How do you think that works with somebody from a disadvantaged background or somebody whose parents are abusive or, you know, do, how do they get out of that situation so that they're not, I guess, believing that they're stuck in that same environment that they're coming from? Let your past empower you. It's one of the most powerful things that you, you have. You know, our stories, our experiences growing up, what we went through. You know, a lot of times we look at things like abuse or maybe physical, emotional, verbal, sexual, whatever that may be. Those are all just, those are, those are traumas, right? But those traumas, you have two, you have two options at the end of the day. Yes. I don't agree with, you know, the, 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 you know, traumas that people go through, the experiences, yeah, they're not fun, but we have a choice to either allow that to empower us or allow that to disempower us. We can be a victim and let it give it taken away or, you know, or we can say, you know what, I'm going to. I'm going to, how can I make this? How can I choose? What can I, how can I take that event and allow that to empower me? And I'm going to use it in that way. Because at the end of the day, it's like anything else. If you have an event that happens and there's two people standing there, how is it that one has one experience from it and the other one has the other? One's like what you would consider that poor person, what they went through, X, Y, Z. And then here's the other one saying, yeah, but here's what I'm going to take from that. Here's where I'm from that. Here's when we're going to learn from that. Because a lot of times our experiences in our past are, it's like gold. If we learn to just tap into that and learn from it, you know, I, I didn't come from, you know, when it comes to growing up in my own life, I, you know, I come from a very scarcity background, boot collar. Um, I come from an Italian family. So I joke around, said I, I had about 18 wooden spoons broken over me. You know, probably, I probably deserved a few of them. Uh, I was very a rambunctious kiddo, but at the same token, you know, at one point I looked at what did that do? What was the cost? How did that affect me emotionally? What did that do for me in my adult life and so forth? But then there came a point where I'm like, that's fine. That's my past. But what can I learn from that to grow, to make me a better human being? What can I learn from that to help as being a better coach? How can I do work on that level to help me, you know, whatever that means, what's, you know, because if I'm working with someone and they're struggling in business and all of a sudden I find out their history a little bit and I'm going, Okay, now I know why you're struggling. Let's go back to the past. Let's clear some stuff up. And now we can help empower you. And it's just really, again, coming back to the most simplest way is just understanding that you can let that empower you or disempower you. And at the end of the day, you have the choice of which one that's going to do for you. I know another thing that you talk about is that we don't need to grind and hustle to achieve success. And I think that that mentality has just been pushed on us for so many years that it still is foreign to people that you might not have to grind and hustle. So will you explain why you believe that that is not a requirement for success? Yeah, you know, it's it's a lot of the Western civilization. It's just we became human doers rather than human beings. We lost the art of being a human being. And so when you look at the grind and hustle, it's like something I was just sharing. I did a podcast today literally on this where it was about uh, I heard a coach and they were saying she was saying like doing something different will yield you different results. 
And I said, that is the most, that's like, that's like the grind hustle mentality is going to get you to success. I'm like, that is not the, the formula because here's an example. You can grind and hustle all day long in a sense of, let's say we're in Los Angeles and we want to go to New York. Okay. I'm not using a GPS. I'm not using a map. I'm not using anything. I'm going to have my grit. I'm going to have my mental toughness. I'm going to have my grind. I'm going to have my hustle, right? So I got all that. I know there's going to be sacrifice of time away from my family. Okay. That's all the business advice we get, right? Self-help, personal development. This has been ingrained for quite some time. So here we go. I'm going to get on the road and I'm going to go. Well, you're eventually going to get to New York some way along the line. Some people may get lucky and just go straight across and find it. Some may go throughout Canada, come back down and hit it. Some may go all the way down to South America and come all the way back up and eventually get, you're going to eventually get to New York, right? That's the same at business advice. You keep grinding hustle, you're going to eventually get to there. But the problem is, is that there's another way of looking at things that can be more effective because this comes from quantum physics. You know, if you don't have your vibe and your mind correct in alignment, and if you don't have that set in stone to where you want to go, seeing the vision, having a vision to where you want to go and knowing how you want to get there, then all of a sudden that's going to, then all your actions are going to be like a laser. They all come in different points and they line the point to one. When you do that, you start to have intense focus and you don't have to work as hard. You know, there's something called the law of the least effort, which means what's the least amount of work to get the greatest game possible. All things in life have that. There's a certain point you get to, and then that's it. There's no more like, well, if I double my work or double my effort, I'm going to get more gain. No, that doesn't work that way. There's a max point. It's just like working out your muscles. There's a max point of fatigue. There's a max point of all that the muscle can take. And then after that, it's done. No matter how much more you work it, you're done. You hit your max peak. So that's kind of the concept with it. But this whole grind and hustle is just, it's a recipe for burnout. And that's why we see it in, in the entrepreneur world. I think it's almost 60% of leaders in the entrepreneur world have burnout. And that's from Forbes. Um, even in chiropractic, I talk about chiropractors too a lot. And I'm like, even they have it, 50, 54%. So it's very prevalent in this grind and hustle type of thing. Um, we need to pull away from that if we want to really have fulfillment. And because we weren't designed to be human doers all day long. We're designed to set our tone, set our energy, what we want to create, be efficient in what we do. And then go ahead and take Inspire Action when it's time for that. We work with, in our business, a lot of coaches and speakers who work with athletes. And I'm hearing a lot of the same kinds of things that you're saying that they would advise their athletes just about how you have to be human first. You have to be yourself first and not worry about the performance goals quite as much. What would be your take on that? Yeah, because here's the thing. When it's just like in life, business, athletes, it, all this is the same. It's all universal information where if you're focused on the performance goal, right, as an athlete, you want to get to that point, or as a business, your performance is your money or your growth of the business and financial, hitting your financial goals. Uh, it could be relationships, wanting to be at a certain point. When you hone in and you make that like your intense focus, like this is how it has to be. This is where I want to go. This is how it's going to happen. What you're actually doing is creating resistance because you have an attachment to the outcome, right? And the attachment is this. If I don't get to this point, then I fail. Even though you may not even feel that way, but the what you're saying in the mind and how the brain works, it's brain's black and white. So it's like, yeah, no, this or this. And so in the essence, you got to let that go and trust the process. I Even in sports, I played baseball for 25 years. And when I was in high school, there was a point where we had a new coach and long story short, he came on very hard on us and was like, well, if you make one error and blah, 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 you won't, you'll, I'll bench you. And that's the end of it. Well, that, messed with my mind. Why? Because 
I had a great career. I had last year, freshman year, no errors at all. You know, I was one of the top prospects going in, but it messed with my mind. I made an error. I was benched. And then all of a sudden, my mind went to what? Performance. How can I could perform better? How can I do this? And I want to do it. And what happened was I became one of the worst baseball players I've ever seen myself in my career. And it didn't make sense until I got out of that mindset and started to say, you know what? Well, forget it. I'm just going to go and I'm going to just, I'm going to put my effort in and that's the end of it. And whatever happens, happens. And then all of a sudden I got better again. And I was like, interesting how that worked. Now you talk a lot about what you attract or attracting what you want instead of chasing what you want. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah. Well, I remember one time I put a post and I was sharing like, what's the worst advice you ever got? And I said, I put mine in the comments. And I said, the worst advice I ever got was go chase your dreams. And that's kind of can throw up people the wrong way because we we all have been told that in some way, shape, mm-hmm. or form. It's very common. Go out there, chase your dreams. Don't keep going after it. Well, that goes against quantum physics and how the old invisible world works, right? Because quantum physics or the quantum world is invisible to us. It is the smallest part part of the world that we know of where all things in the physical world are tied to that. And so all things and everything happens from the non-physical to the physical. So everything happens there first. So when you look at how the, 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 the quantum world works, we all know that everything's energy at the end of the day. In quantum physics, they call it quanta. So if you think of this like energy, think of it like a, a vibration or a frequency or a certain number, right? And each number, now this is not true. They don't have numbers, but just trying to make it for a teaching purpose. Mm-hmm. Each, each number creates something in the physical world. So for example, lead and gold, if you look at it, it looks different in the physical world. You can go down to the molecular structure and go, hmm, that's different. They're, 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 the, the molecules are aligned in a specific way. But the reason why they're aligned in a specific way is we have to go a little lower and it's the energy. What is it vibrating at? That's going to change how it shows up in the physical realm and so forth. So when I'm talking about like attracting things into your life, that's really, really what we are. We're like little magnets and we send signals out of into the universe or whatever you want to call it. Uh, the field is another name for it. And it's one of those things where every day we're sending a signal out kind of like um, you're trying to hone in on a radio to free, free frequency and you're trying to pick out a station you want. If you're like one one spot off or 0.2 off, whatever that is, you're not going to get the radio station. You're going to totally have nothing. You're going to get static. But if you're if you get dead on, that's when it happens. So when it when we look at it from that perspective, this is all related to the law of vibration and all these other universal laws that come together. And that you can only experience in your life, whatever you're vibrating at. And so just like lead and gold are two different vibrational frequencies that they vibrate at that creates it in the physical. That's the same thing for success and not success. All it is, is an energy thing. Just the same as people have money who don't have money. People have this or that. We can go down a whole, it's universal. It plays, applies on everything. So you can't experience in your physical realm, whatever you're not vibrating at that you're going to attract into your life. And the more you focus on the vibe part of you, the vibration, which is like thoughts and emotions and some other things, that's when all of a sudden you send that stronger signal out, which says, this is cause the law of law of cause and effect. You're sending something out. There's going to be an effect that comes back. And this is what the law of attraction says. You only attract like attracts like. So the signal, whatever you send out there is going to come back to you. And so we attract everything in our life rather than thinking that we went out and did it. But we live in a very ego world, right? We're very mind strong. So it's more powerful or more empowering to the mind and your ego to say, I did that. I went out and chased my dreams. 
I did this, I did that. Instead of being like, you know, all I did was I focused my energy and vibe and everything aligned the way it was supposed to. There's no ego in that one. So it's, that's why it's not, sometimes it's not the most popular way of going. That's kind of how our world works and how, from a quantum perspective, that's how the, uh, everything is, is how we attract our success, our, our partner, relationship, you, you name it. Everything starts from there. Hey there, my friend. Are you ready to take the podcasting world by storm and make your voice heard? I know it can be daunting to navigate the technical barriers and processes of editing, producing, and promoting your show, but don't let that hold you back. You deserve to share your unique message with the world and make a real impact. I'm currently offering small group podcast coaching sessions to help you confidently create a show that amplifies your voice. We'll work together every step of the way from developing your idea, naming your show, recording and editing episodes, all the way through getting it on podcasting platforms. Remember, there will never be a better time than now to start pursuing your passions and sharing them with the world. Let's make it happen together. Learn more about this opportunity at irisdigitalmediagroup.com slash coach. So can you give me some examples of how you start to change your vibration? I mean, you don't just sit there and go, oh, I want an amazing husband. Oh, I want all this money. I mean, it's not just like demanding from God or the universe that this is what you want. So what is it? Yeah, no, I love this. And so it's it's one of the, there's multiple of things in there. Like when, you know, the movie The Secret came out and they're all about the law of attraction and it got a lot. They're like your thoughts and emotions. And that's great. But we want to focus on vibe, you know, and they talk a little bit about it in there, but it's more of the feeling side that that's our energy. That's the energetic input, right? Because your thoughts are one part. And in, in, in the thing is you, you have 50 to 70,000 thoughts that go on in your mind every single day. Which ones are you focusing on? Which one do you give attention to? Right. That's the key. That's going to start setting the vibe. Then you have the emotional side to things, which is going to be, what are your feelings that you feel every single day? What's showing up for you? What are you setting the intention for? And those are two of the biggest things that will set your vibe. The other thing is I would say what you're focusing on because they can all play along on each other. So you can focus on something. You can have an emotional reaction that's going to lead to a thought. But you can have the opposite happen too, where you think of something, then you have an emotional feeling, and then you start focusing. But when you focus on this, this feeling of this vibe, it makes you excited, right? It could be bliss, joy. You can use it. When I, when I work with clients in the beginning, when they do this work, I have them tie it to something because it's so much easier for us to be like, oh, there's my future self that I want to become, right? What does that future self look like? And we go through this whole thing and you tie into that person of who that is in the future. And you try to bring that into the present. So what, how do, how do you feel right now being that person? How do they think? How do they, how's your future self think, behave, you know, move all these different things. And I want you to hone in on that feeling and hone in on that feeling. Just get used to that feeling. And that's when you, you'll notice because also you just get elevated and you're like, I feel a little lighter. I feel a little better. And now you're starting to shift that vibe and you're setting an attention of what it is that you want to do or what you're going to take. And that's really what you're designed to do. That's, that's all you need to focus on. Don't get me wrong, action's part of it too, but that's like the smallest part of the equation. But it really comes back down to when you when you do that and then you let God, universe, Allah, whatever you want to call it, label does not matter. But when you when you go ahead and focus on your vibe, what you're really doing then is you're sending that signal out to the universe. And the more you continually send that signal out to the universe, God or whatever, it's going to send whatever that feeling is that you have, it's going to bring that to you. So it's going to bring to you 
talk about not having to think or work or anything like that with when it comes to this. It's going to re- it's going to bring to you the vibrational frequency that you keep emitting out, right? Your bio, um, you can even go your your um, your electromagnetic field, a scientific term for it, um, that you're emitting. But it, we we know scientifically too that we do this, and it's one of those things that when you can create something like harmonic resonance, which is the name for law of attraction, the more you kept sending it out to the the more you kept sending that signal out every single day. The more the universe is going to construct everything to bring people, circumstances, situations, ideas, you name it to you to help you create or whatever, bring the gap of that future self closer to you, whether that's having a seven-figure business, having an amazing relationship, things like that. But it's not all sunshine and rainbows. A lot of times we think, oh, I can go and visualize and it's going to be this and that's it. Well, remember I said there's circumstances, situations, and people may come into your life to help you maybe have to heal from some of those things or the blockages that you have to break through to go ahead and get to be that person, right? And so that's where trusting the process and knowing that it may not be like, if you go on social media, you'll hear people always say like they're manifestation experts and like everything should, it's always should be just like this. And I'm always like, it it can be, but what if you have, what if you have some limiting beliefs you have that you don't know about that you have to work through? What if you have this going on and you're like this, maybe a mindset or maybe a subconscious programming that you're totally unaware of you can't just go, you can't go from level one to level seven without going through two, three, four, five, and six. Does that kind of make sense? Mm-hmm. And so just to be clear, you, I know we said we don't hustle and grind, but there is action required, right? You have to take some kind of action, but it would be aligned with your vibration. Yeah. Action. So action comes, there's a law called the law of inspired action. Okay. And so the law of inspired action means you will feel compelled to take action. It's going to either be a thought process you keep thinking about. Like when I wrote my third book, when I was getting in the, just in the early stages of it, I kept thinking of a book. I didn't want to think of a book at the time. I was moving. I was closing a business. My wife was pregnant, but it kept coming to me. There's a book. You got to get a book. And I'm like, I, I'm, I'm in no place to write a book right now, but it wouldn't leave me alone. And eventually, and I say, wouldn't leave, like they wouldn't leave me alone. My mind, it's just my mind kept focusing on that. So you'll feel compelled. There'll be an idea that gets you excited. There'll be maybe a joint partnership that's going to happen. You're going to you're going to be propelled to do something and you're going to be excited about it. That's where inspired action comes. We have to take action because we live in a physical world. We live in the physical realms. So we have to utilize some sort of work. But the problem is, is that what we're taught is like 80 to 90, probably almost 100% is work and they don't even, I never, I rarely hear anyone talk about my vibe and mindset being aligned first. There are people that some that talk about it, but and instead it's the opposite. You, you spend 80 to 90 percent on the mind and your vibration and you spend about 10 to 20 percent on action because what's going to happen is, is when you take inspired action and it's all in alignment, it's going to work out for you. It's going to be what you want it to be. And sometimes most of the times it's, it's way beyond what you ever could imagine because you just went off something that felt really good. You didn't know why your mind's kind of going, why are you doing it? You're like, I don't know. I'm just trusting this feeling. And you keep going with that. And then all of a sudden it becomes successful or it becomes X, Y, Z. And you're like, I don't know how, how did that happen? And again, your mind's trying to come over and take control because it's like, wait, this was outside our constructs. This is outside X, Y, Z. So does some of this come from what you feed into your body? Like the people you hang out with, the podcasts you listen to, the books you read, like, If you're somebody who came from a background where you didn't know doctors or lawyers or entrepreneurs, that seems outside the realm of possibility for you. So do you, 
is part of this changing your vibration and changing the way you think like, okay, now um, I want to be a top 10 podcaster, let's say. So I'm going to start listening to quality podcasts. I'm going to go to conferences. I'm going to surround myself with people who have this expertise. And the more I see what's possible, the more I believe I can do it. Is that part of it or not? Oh, massively. Because I mean, it's, it's, you're talking about the law of association and it's one of those things where, um, of course, the law of associations explain like the five closest people to you, average amount, and that's you. Or financially, it's the same thing. The five, the five closest pe- people to you, their income, when you average it out, it's yours. Um, but it's also who are you spending and putting your energy into? What kind of energy and vibration are you, you giving? What, what, what kind of uh, vibrational um, um, imprint? I don't know if that's the word I want to use. I'm going to go with it. But anyhow, where are, they, where are they at? What is that like? Because like you're saying, you want to be the top podcast. Are you going to go listen to people who are not even doing podcasting much or uh, they never really uh, done that kind of work where compared to being around people who um, have are there or been there um, and, and, and you get to learn about their, they, they function at a different level, right? They're thinking a little different. You look at their actions and that's what we always focus on. Like, what do they do, right? How to, like, I, this is, I fell through this, like, becoming a successful chiropractor. I grew up where there was no doctors. I, I come from a blue collar family. So I didn't have any mentors from doctors or big entrepreneurs or lawyers. I didn't have any of that. So when I was in school, I just started to tie myself to any successful chiropractor and just learn from them. And I studied the doing side. I wish I studied the mindset side because that would have solved, that would have, that would have accelerated things for me. But I just got into their habits. What do they do every single day? How do they focus? What do they do? This? But it still elevated me. Because when I came in the outpa- when I was in outpatient uh, clinic for a school, I flew by with flying colors, and and I, I I was done so early, and so many other things, and I give credit to because of who I was surrounding myself with, who were the people that I wanted to be around, and what mattered. So it all plays a role. Podcasts, books, this is all things that you're you're putting in, and you always want to make sure we always. It's like food. Do you want to have this body be exceptionally vibrant? And be keep it as young as you possibly can. Well, it's very easy. Just eat good quality food that's good and nutritious and closest to the source and the way nature was designed to be. And you'll have that. The same thing for your mind and mindset. Take only allow in what resonates with who you want to become, right? What aligns to that future self again. When we do that, this this is going to start to shift that vibe. But it takes time, but it will shift that vibe, break down constructs, and you'll start to create new beliefs from it. Now, I think in one of the things that's really popular when we start talking about attracting things we want, law of attraction is right now we're in, for a lot of people, the economy is tight. We're, a lot of people are struggling. People want money. What would you say is the beginning of how you operate at that vibration where you're going to attract money into your life? Two things. One, you got to, so like when we think things are getting tight, there's a recession and all these things potentially around the corner or what could be, what not be, all these things. Um, when there is a short, you're, you're looking at money. The reason why you want it is because your, your mind's focused on lack. And so you'll never get it. it you're, cause you're, you're going against the grain and it's going to be a lot harder to overcome that because when you worry about, it's like someone who, when I work with somebody and they want to make more money and they say, I can't want to make more money so I can pay off my debt. I go, you're never going to pay off your debt. Oh, don't say that. If I make more money, I will. No, you won't because you're focusing on debt. What are you giving power to? Right. Just like, why do you want money? Well, because I want to, things are tight. I want to make sure I can grow into it. Well, do you have an attachment to it? So you're creating resistance right off the bat. Instead, let go of that attachment of the money. Don't worry about it. Now, I know that sounds hard, especially when, if you are in hard times, you're making, you're accumulating debt or whatever it may be. Again, it comes back to the vibe. 
go get out of this moment of now and start looking into who you want to become into the future again. Pull that in. Because here's the thing, your mind, it can time travel. And your mind does not know the difference between what your physical reality is and what you imagine in there. It can't tell the difference. It accepts both realities. So why not use the reality that you want to see happen for you rather than what you're thinking is based on where your current situation may be? Does that kind of make sense? So then going with my I want to be a top 10 podcaster analogy there, example there. So then I would start to behave like how a top 10 podcaster behaves. And I would maybe do interviews and I would schedule my day or structure my day in a way that the activities that I'm doing are going to lead to that result or am I completely still off? No, you're good. I would tweak it a little bit though. Be the top 10 podcaster that you see yourself being. Okay. Like what does that mean to you? You define it. Because what's going to happen, and this happened, the only reason I'm saying that is this happened to me. First five years of my career, I became the prototypes of the mentors that I was following. I wasn't me. So I wonder why I was burned out. I was unfulfilled. I was all these things. And then I eventually said, well, scrap everything. I'm just going to focus on who is a chiropractor, successful chiropractor. Just like I do in my business coaching. When I say who I want to become as a coach. It's like, well, who, what's the definition of a successful coach to me? What is, you know, and I just break all these things down. I'm defining my world and what matters to me so that I make sure as much as I possibly can, I'm conditioned. There's things I, there's constructs I probably, um, there's so many of them that I know I won't get to the end of them. So, but what I do is I break it down and define what does that mean to me? And then also, why is that important? Why do I want to become that level at that level? And then from there, I clarify that. So then, then I start to say, okay, well, how do I have to show up every single day? And it comes back to the feeling. I start my day every day getting into that vibe first, seeing that future self, getting into the feeling, doing that. And then from there, I'm already resonating with that energy. Now I can do things. That's if I feel like it's important to do, like, you know, let's say you're finding certain types of guests you want to interview, you want to do this and that. Uh, Those are all important, but it's more of that defining first, who are you as a top 10 podcaster? I love that answer. Does that make sense? Because like, if we look mm-hmm. at like, I want to be a top top podcaster and X Y Z with this, um, that all of a sudden you're you're just going to end up being like like someone says, um, I forgot. Someone called me one time when I was in started out in chiropractic a few years in. They're like, you're the Tony Robbins of wellness. I said, please don't say that. Mm-hmm. And they're like, why? That's a compliment. I said, I, I'm flattered, but here's the thing: I don't want to be anything like Tony Robbins. I just want to be 100% Big Manzo. That's what matters to me. That's because if I'm somebody else, then I'm not really me. And then the world really doesn't get the uniqueness of who I am. Just like if, you know, so that's kind of, I'm very like um, strong held on that, I guess. I don't know the word, the right word is, but um, because it, again, we want to shine who we are and how we define it rather than coming back to the first question you asked. There's no rules in life except the ones you create, right? So you're defining the rules on what it is and who it is and how to become that. And when you do that, then you're starting to create your own world of what matters for you. Can your reason for wanting to do things be selfish or does it have to contribute to the greater good in the world? I would think that if your reasons for behaving in certain ways are selfish, that you're not operating at the right vibration to attract in what you need to become. I think, you know, I think humans are selfish just in general. We're all selfish in some way. Um, 
why do I, you know, I create, I have a podcast. Why did I create it? Selfish reasons. I'm, I'm very transparent about it. I want to interview people I never would be able to meet, learn from them, pick their brains. And guess who gets benefit from it also? My community who listens to my podcast. Why did I become a coach? Well, there's, there's, there's things that I, I want to know that I'm fulfilling to the world, right? And I want to make sure that I'm doing, I'm helping others in some way, shape or form. Um, and that's, that's a selfish reason because I'm getting something from that, right? Now you may say, well, you're serving the world. You're putting your energy there. Yeah. But I'm also, I'm looking at what fulfills me because that's what I want to know. I'm only going to do things that fulfill me. And if I'm fulfilled doing this, then, then I know my cup's full. And the more my cup's full, the more like the old cliches is you only can give you, if you don't have nothing in your cup, you can't give any give to anybody. So it's, it's, I know my cup's full, then I can continue to keep giving to somebody and keep giving and giving to the world as much as I possibly can. But you have to be selfish. It's the same thing. Like when I train my, talk to my clients about this, where, um, in the first thing in the morning, you should be focusing on you, nobody else. And they're like, what do you mean? I have to, I'm like, get up earlier, focus on you because you need to recharge yourself and build yourself up first and get your vibe right, get your mind right, get everything all in a certain place that it needs to be. And then from there, when you go do, you're coming from that vibration. And if you have kids to take care of, you have a spouse, you're going to work, or whatever that is, you're going to show up better and a greater version. And who wins in that? Not you. They do. The people do. Yeah, that's so a great perspective on that. that. Yeah, I love that. That makes sense? Yeah. Okay. Have you heard of the TikTok trend? It's not really new, but it was a trend on TikTok called Lucky Girl Syndrome. No. Okay, so it kind of became popular about November, December. My daughter came home from college. My freshman daughter came home from college. She's like, Mom, I have lucky girl syndrome. And what you do is you basically wake up in the morning and you tell yourself, I am a lucky girl. Good things happen to me. Good things happen for me. And every time something good happens, you just repeat that. Well, it happened because I have lucky girl syndrome. And so... Um, I think it's really interesting. We did a whole podcast episode on it, but I'd love to know, what do you think? Helpful, harmful, or what? I think it, I don't see it harmful. I don't like the word luck because then you're taking yourself out. Like you're not, you're more of, it's like you're leaving it up to chance and randomness. And, and as I said earlier, based on quantum physics, there's no such thing as luck or chance or anything like that. But the, the, the overall concept I like, because where's your focus? You're I'm always looking, pretty. you're always looking at, you're always looking at, Hey, yeah. well, this happened because I'm this, Hey, this happened because I'm this, what are you training your brain that you're teaching it that all good things happen to me because I'm just this person. Right. And in, in the, and that is you're creating a construct of that, which I don't see a problem with it because it's one of those things where the only thing I don't like is the word luck that I could get a little, I can get into that a little bit, but the overall picture and where they're putting their focus that I like. Because you're look, it's like, for example, I'll, I'll share, it's similar to this in a different way, but like I always tell people, there's nothing bad in life. Everything's good. Now, for some, they can create a huge argument for that. You can say COVID, all this, this and that, all this, or your own life. I mean, there's so many things we can look at, but I'm like, yeah, but you're looking at it from the lens of bad. I go, look, shift. There's also another, there, everything's one coin and you can look at it from this end or this end. At the end of the day, it's still, you're still looking at the same coin. It's just on what end are you? Or if you look at like a clock. There's a three o'clock and a nine o'clock. Those are polar opposites to each other. It's still the same clock. It's just how you want to view it. And so kind of that whole lucky thing is you're just, you're like, I'm not going to pay attention to the nine o'clock stuff. I'm just going to know that everything here is at the three o'clock. I'm going to keep focusing my energy there. 
And wherever your mind and focus goes, energy goes, and that's going to help create expansion to see more of those things. So yeah, I like it. So one thing, so my daughter came home with this idea, presented it to all of us, and then we went on a family vacation. And one of my other daughters who has anxiety said to me a couple weeks ago, you know, since I've been doing this lucky girl thing, my anxiety is improved. It's gotten better. Why do you think that would be? Well, it, it comes back. There's going to be a lot. Anxiety happens for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times anxiety, just from my world and health and what I know is, and from mindset, actually, um, we're, we're too focused on the future of something because that's where like anxiety, anxiousness, fear, worry, your mind's in the future. And maybe that helped her recenter and not be so focused on the future. And it helped her center more into where it is now in the present. And when you can do that, anxiety is going to go away. Just like frustration, resentment, anger. Um, those are, those are gang, sh- shame, guilt, all these other ones. Those are past. Your mind's in the past. And so if you just pull it back into the present, those emotions can't exist because you can't be angry about something in the present unless it's like instantaneously happening right there at the moment. But when you're like, just here right now, we're having a conversation and all of a sudden I'm like thinking about something and then I get frustrated about it. My mind went to the past. So I think that might be what's one of the bigger yeah. reasons just from my background. That makes sense. Okay. So how does all of this work with something like tragedy? You lose your house in a tornado, your everything you own burns to the ground, your your kid passes away. How does I I cannot believe personally that I attracted something like that if that situation happens to me. So how does that all play into this? Yeah, that's that one question. Why is it bad things happen to good people, right? Right. And and and, and it's not that, you know, if a child, you know, you lose a child, it's one of the most heartbreaking things to a parent. It's, it shouldn't happen. And, and it does, unfortunately. I think there's just something, and I won't get too spiritual into this, but it's one of those things where, you know, we come into... Just like everything in life, like if you build a house, there's a blueprint, right? And there's this blueprint that you have and it tells you where everything needs to go, how it's going to be constructed. It walks you through every step of the way. They say there's a blueprint when we come into this world where certain things are going to happen to help maximize our experience for yourself as a soul. Um, that has been the one thing I've studied over the years that has given me the, the most clearest answer to those kind of things. So it's, it, it, but. Uh, we also have the human side of us that's like, this is not fun. You know, I, I know people I have people I know that have lost children and so forth of their own. And um, and the thing I always say is I wrote a book on this called The Walk in the Dark. And it's one of those things where there's always light in the darkness, no matter what, no matter how dark something can be, there's always light. And so it's there to help you understand or have you become more aware of what you always had within. And the problem is you didn't realize it or believe it or X, Y, Z. So here comes this big event. And with that event can be anything, disease, it can be going bankrupt, it can be, you know, losing somebody, a tragedy, whatever it may be. And you're going to have to go into the unknown to learn more about who you really are through that period of time. And if you do that properly, you come out so much stronger, so much more like you, you realize some more about who you really are, the essence of what you are. And that could be having better strength or having you can trust yourself a little more. You broke through some fears, you know, all, whatever that may be. And that's kind of why in, in realms of why we, we go through those things and knowing that, again, coming back to the whole perspective thing I shared earlier about, you can see this as darkness and you can hold on to it, which I've seen people do that and they never come out of it. 
And, or you can see this as an event and then learn from it and go to that uncomfortable feeling, which is not going to be fun, but sitting with it as much as you possibly can to learn more of that power, that uniqueness of what you have. And that's kind of what, you know, why some, from a human perspective, we go through those things, but from an attracting, you didn't do anything. And that sometimes this is a little bit more on a, another conversation. And I, mean, I could talk all day on this right. stuff, but it's, it's, it's one of those things like, there's something more spiritual. There's something else that was designed and everything. And nothing, we know this from quantum physics already. Nothing happens by chance. Nothing happens by coincidence. There's no mistakes in the universe. We know that for sure. And so then it's like when something like that happens, there, there's some spiritual design that was that, that happened for some reason. And your job is, is, is for anyone has go through something like that. It's really not, we, our mind wants to figure it all out. Why this? Why me? Why all this stuff? And instead it's like, how about sit back and just look at it? And when you can get to this point, you sit back and say, okay, what's this here to teach me? How, what am I supposed to learn more about myself through this? Changing those questions around is going to shift your mind to look at a different area and you will come out of that so much lighter, so much more blissful. And I, again, I've seen both sides of the, I've seen people go through both sides where one has been held stuck in that darkness, never broke through it all said the, why me, why this? And I've seen others who've done the opposite of that. And they're like, they live two different lives. So then like, let's just put this through a Christian filter. Maybe God says, well, for your child to live a long and full life and go on to get married and have children and grandchildren, that wasn't part of my plan. And so then it's up to you to say, where do I find the light in this? How do I go on? How do I turn that make something meaningful of this? Yeah, God, how can you help me with this? God, what how what are what are you trying to show me? What am I supposed to learn from you? Right? What are you supposed what are what are the things here that you're trying to show me that I'm going to learn more about me? Obviously, it's not in your will because God's always leading the way, so it's always it, what this is what you had destined for me. Teach me, give me this, teach me, you know, it's like one of the things I say all the time. I don't want to say it like this cuz I I always say I go, if you ask God for strength, God's not giving you strength, so don't ask for strength. Because the way things work, he's instead God's going to put you in a situation to have you tap into yourself to find that strength that you had that you thought you didn't have. Does that kind of make sense? Mm-hmm. Because there's there's always a there, you, the way we come into this this whole world and this experience is all about trying to um, um, you know it's all about experience one way or another. And and uh, I'm losing my train of thought on this, but um, I'll leave it at that. But yeah, it's just it's asking you know God those questions on. How can you get clarity? How, what are here am I supposed to learn from this? I know you put this in my path for a certain reason. And, you know, and that's the whole co-creating part with God, you know, and, and utilizing that, that component and so much more. I have one more question for you, but before I get to it, will you tell people just how they can find you, your podcast, wherever you want them to connect with you? My website's my hub. It's empoweryourreality.com. My podcast is on there. You can get access to a free book, ebook I have called The Mindset Solution, um, where I go deeper into like different mindsets and why they exist, limiting beliefs and so forth. Um, and if you're on social media, if you go to the bottom left of the uh, the website, you can find me on uh, a few different uh, places. And if you have questions, I always love people to reach out. I love uh, hearing from people. Sounds great. And the last question is just, what final thoughts would you like to leave people with? You know, trust in yourself, trust the way there's, you brought up God. And I love when the, we, that conversation comes up because it's like, it's like the saying, like Jesus, take the wheel kind of a thing. 
And and one of the things that I teach a lot on is that we only have one thing we can control, and that's our energy and our vibe and what we we put out into the world, inner universe, and, and so forth. And the more you focus on that, and the more you let go of the outcomes. I'm not saying it's not important to have a vision. I teach my clients this all the time, but the more you let go, the actually the faster things come. And so the more that you just focus on this is who I am, this is who I'm becoming, this is what I want to experience. And you hone in on that and you let go of all the possible expectations of what you plan to see and just trust and know it's all going to work out as you, you, you're, you're, cause you're setting the vibe for that. Um, it will, and just trust it every step of the way. Love that. Well, thank you so much for your time. It was great talking to you. Oh, it was my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining me for season four of Power Up Your Performance. If you like this episode, please share it with a friend, rate, review, and follow. Dream big and get out there and explore.